Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Outpatient Perspective. Today, we're lucky enough to have Dr. Keith Barandon from Joint Implant Surgeons over in Ohio. And Dr. Barron, thank you for your time and thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm interested to get your perspective on this. I mean, it seems as though there's been a lot of activity around the migration to joints in the ASC setting. And you guys have obviously been pioneers in this setting for a long time. And can you talk to the audience a little bit about the autonomy that you have, the equity that you've built, and the accountability in that setting and how you've been able to do that successfully? Yeah, that, you know, to me, that's the most critical part of what we've done with our uh, freestanding ambulatory surgery center. Um, about eight years ago, maybe nine years ago now, um, my brother, Mike Barron in Indianapolis, uh, started working with an orthopedic surgeon in Bloomington named Greg Fox. And Greg had developed his center with uh, a company called Surge Center Development. Uh, and Greg had then become a principal with, uh, with that company. And the founder, Greg George, and then it ends up a, a close residency friend of mine, uh, Chris Urban, uh, all work as principals uh, for this company, Surge Center Development, or SCD. And um, so Mike got into a surgery center in Bloomington. And as the, as the uh, you know, a very, very small uh, minority owner, and quickly started doing outpatient unis at that time, which was 2012, and um, was really the first around to do that and, and found very quickly that the reimbursement for joints in the ambulatory surgery centers is very, very good, particularly in the Midwest. Um, and that, uh, you know, kind of started down the pathway that, uh, boy, we could probably do more of these and maybe we should put a center in Indianapolis and uh, that's a little closer to his practice. And then the conversation came up. You know, the other state that has uh, really good reimbursement for these is Ohio. Do you know anyone in Ohio that, that does these Oxford things? Um, and, and Mike said, in fact, I know him pretty well. Uh, his name's Keith, <laughs> and he's my brother. Um, and so that, that's where our journey started with Surge Center Development. They are a development company. They're privately owned. They um, have developed more surgery centers in the last 10 years than all of the other uh, companies combined. Um, and they've got a really, really unique model that's uh, incredibly successful. They find a, a small group of entrepreneurial uh, surgeons, uh, mostly focused on orthopedics, but not necessarily all orthopedics, um, that want to come together as founders um, and have a significant equity stake in a, in a surgery center. Um, it's a small footprint. Uh, routinely, the, it's going to be two rooms, plus or minus a minor procedure room. Um, when we built ours, you know, we were some of the first to be considering doing all of our total joints as an outpatient. And so we, we actually overbuilt ours a little bit. We've got four overnight beds, uh, of which our rate of overnight stay is now, now well less than 1%. Um, and, you know, it was higher than that when we started for sure, just sure. out of concern. Um, so the, the, the standard footprint is, is two ORs, uh, plus or minus a minor procedure room, plus or minus an overnight uh, stay. But usually the, the pre-op PACU beds can, can be uh, sufficient for even if someone does end up having to stay overnight, depending on the, the state regulations. Um, and, and we started. We did our first cases in, in June of 2013. Um, we've done over 11,000 outpatient joints uh, to date uh, with Surge Center. And, and the, uh, the real beauty of it is, as you mentioned, the, the autonomy and the accountability of, you know, really, I mean, we, we came from a, a wonderfully efficient uh, one of the best hospitals in the world uh, at Mount Carmel, New Albany, in terms of joint replacement. And that was great, but it, it's still not physician-owned, physician-run accountability to directly to your patient, 
you know, no committees, so on and so forth. And, and, and that's really, really been eye-opening to, to providing the best care for our patients um, is, is having that one-on-one accountability and the, and the one-on-one autonomy. Um, you know, I think that through doing that and through the hard work, um, surge centers built and developed over 250 centers. They currently own and manage in, uh, I think about 130 or 120 of them. Okay. And so clearly if you do the math, something's happened to the other 120 or 150 and, and they've actually, uh, spun those off and, and sold them, um, usually to one of the large publicly traded companies or large hospital systems. Um, most recently in December, USPI or, um, Search Center Development sold 45 centers to USPI, oh, wow. uh, and, and that deal was a, a 1.1 billion dollar transaction. <laughs> um, and the way the transaction looks, I, I mean, I can't give any details about each individual center, but um, USPI in this case comes in and, and they buy, they, in our in our situation, 60 percent of the center, um, and so the surgeons still own 40 percent. Um, so you still, you still have the, the, you still want to work there. It's still outstanding, but you're able to really build real equity, uh, in this sure. model. Whereas, you know, hospital JVs, the hospital is never going to sell to a, another entity for, for a multiple, um, uh, getting in with a, a, a system, you know, that's already in place, like one of the publicly traded companies to develop an ASC again, same thing. They're never going to spin it off because they, they want to own it as, as they're, uh, on their portfolio. And so I think the, the surge center model. Uh, it, it has been uh, incredibly uh, enlightening for the three things that you asked about in, in, in the autonomy and accountability of taking great care of people the way you want to. You know, if you want to, if you want to use a different vendor today uh, or tomorrow, you, you put it to your board, you put it to your partners and say, hey, I want to try this out. And there's cost transparency uh, to, to the members and, and to the owners. Um, and so all of that is such a, a breath of fresh air even working at a great hospital, um, there, there's nothing else like it. If, you, if you're the type of surgeon that wants autonomy, accountability, and to build equity, um, th- there's no other model like it. Yeah, I mean, a, a, lot, a lot of thoughts come to mind from the points that you brought up. I mean, the autonomy is what I love and what I do, and just being a medical device broker and be able to carry what I want. But the autonomy I feel in working with independent ASCs and the decisions they can make for themselves and there's not the layers and layers of committees to go through is something that I relish and look forward to working with more in the future. But another thing that came to mind when you were talking was just the reimbursement side of things, how reimbursement was good in Indiana, in Ohio. But what came to mind is the way things are trending and the amount of joints that are, that are going to need to be done in the future is just going to go up and up and up. And so the reimbursement, even though it's good for those ASCs, I assume it's probably a lot less than what it is at the hospital to save on the overall bundle of care of payment for what you know Medicare and the private insurance companies are going to be paying. So they're still, still saving a lot of money in ASCs. Is that accurate? It's 100% accurate. I mean, if you just take Medicare, for example, they took total knees off the inpatient only list a year ago, and they took total hips off this year. Um, but the reimbursement is 30 to 40% less than it is in the hospital. But at the same time, now they're pushing all the hospital cases have to be scheduled as an outpatient as well. And so, you know, it's, it's one of these circular arguments of, 
Well, we're doing it because, you know, it, there is less resource utilization, no question. Um, there's not 40% less though. Uh, and so it, 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 it's a delicate balance. And, and, you know, when you look at commercial payers, you know, in our model with the SCD model and the independent um, ASC, um, we, we negotiate a contract with, with the payers and that contract is negotiated, you know, based on uh, out of network pricing versus in network pricing. And, and it's negotiated over time. And, and we believe that when we negotiate with a commercial payer, it's very clear that we're providing probably a better product uh, in terms of satisfaction, outcome, return to work, all those other things that are so important, complication rate, readmission rate, uh, but we're providing it at a, at a much lower cost than what their contracts are for hospital systems, yeah. almost uni- uniformly across the board. Yeah, and the, the other thing that you brought up too that I want to touch on before I forget is big hospital so systems buying ASCs. And I've seen that be a trend just locally in my area where I know of a few different facilities and surgeon practices that have either already sold their ASC and their practice to a big health system or are in the midst of considering it. And if you were in that surgeons and that practices shoes, what would be the thoughts that might dissuade you from considering that maybe taking a different path forward? Yeah. So, I mean, as I said, we, we sold our own center here in, in New Albany, White Fence Surgical Suites, um, as part of this USPI transaction. And, and, you know, it took a lot of due diligence and it took a lot of um, trying to figure out who they are because um, we really like working with SCD and, and the way that it works. And now we're with a publicly traded company and compliance and oversight and everything uh, that goes along with that. Um, and I think whether it's a USPI or an SCA or a HCA or a or a local hospital system or a large hospital system, the, the surgeon owners in these facilities really need to understand who they're getting in bed with. Because once that transaction occurs, that routinely is the last big transaction of that nature that's going to be able to occur. So if you think, you know, we sold 60% of our center, we can't sell another 60% to somebody else. I mean, it's, it's that, that's it. And so you got to really know who you're getting in bed with. And my concern with hospital systems local hospital systems, more so than the publicly traded companies or the bigger companies, is you now are tying your autonomy, accountability, independence to a health system that, you know, depending on what that looks like, you know, what happens if you're not happy with the care that they're providing at the hospital? Or what happens if, you know, you then can't make decisions uh, on the well-being of your patient? And so hospital systems, we started in the ASC business, and, and tr- to take better care of people without the hospital system telling us how to do it um, and the clipboard nurse and, you know, so on and so forth. Um, and, and I worry that if, if the transaction is with the hospital system, great, you, you might get a, a, a pop in terms of equity. You might get, you know, take some capital off the table. Um, but it definitely, once you, once it happens, then that's it. And, yeah. and you got to know who you're getting in bed with. And, and, and I think at least in my mind, even at a great hospital system, uh, which we work at here in Columbus at Mount Carmel. Um, I, I don't want to be in bed with them. I, I want to be able to, you know, do what I need to do for my patients. And so, you know, if there was an opportunity to partner with them and then an opportunity to partner with one of the big publicly traded companies, I would probably pick the publicly traded companies. Yeah, that's very wise counsel and, and no decisions are easy in the atmosphere with healthcare being what it is today with COVID and just all the different complicated things going on. But I, I appreciate your time and, and your, your wisdom and your counsel. And, you know, the, the last question I'll ask is, you know, in the next 
three, four years, what's, what gets you most excited about what is going on within the ASC setting and in total, it's just, it seems like that's going to be the place where they're, they're done. There's no question about it. I mean, I, I, I do the overwhelming majority of, of my primaries and a huge percentage of my revisions at the, at the facility. Um, and, and as I said, we've been doing that for almost eight years now. Um, but it, it's still, it's still a burgeoning area of interest. And it, it's fun to watch some of the, the, the bigger institutions that, you know, I, I, for years, I've been on the, the, the pro side of outpatient joints during the debates at specialty day. And, uh, and now all the people that were on the negative side or on the con side uh, are talking about outpatient joints. Some of it's COVID driven because they couldn't do joints at their hospital anymore. Um, and, and some of it's just market driven and, and where we're going with this. And, and I agree with you. I think three to five years, you know, I, I said in 2013 that I thought it'd be three to five years and it's probably been a little bit slower than that in areas. Um, but uh, three to five years, it, it'll be the, no, the complete norm uh, everywhere, even, even if you don't own a facility. I mean, it's just going to sure. be normal to do outpatient joint replacements. Right. One thing I did want to mention is um, but the other thing that, that we've been successful with in partnering with SCD, uh, and I, I'm a development partner with SCD, so I'll, disc I'll disclose that, um, is we've been able to go to some of these centers that are considering selling to a hospital or, or selling to someone else um, and, and resyndicate help them uh, resyndicate their centers uh, through an acquisition process that we have at search center development. And so um, that, you know, if I, if I were, if I were counseling one-on-one -on -one somebody who was considering something, I'd say, let us take a look at it uh, first before you, you know, make that final transaction that uh, that's going to be your last. Um, For sure. Sometimes we can improve the situation and then, you know, maybe down the road, uh, you know, do, do something bigger. For sure. Well, I do, again, thank you for your time and, and your wise counsel and for being a, one of the pioneers in the outpatient arthroplasty arena. And thanks for being a guest and hope to talk to you again in the future. Thank you. Look forward to it. All right. Thank Dr. Barron. We'll see you later.